there's there's a wide range of warts to be considered here. Right on, Daryl Nazi. Uh, sorry, we had the Hey Hey It's Saturday 50-year reunion show this week. It's uh, just an exciting time, really, here in Australia, entertainment-wise. Ah, memories. That's baffling to anyone overseas, I'm sure. Anyway, hello, this is Dad Pants. No Montezuma this week. He's fighting that battle. He's fighting that sleep battle. I think things are a bit of a struggle at the moment. And I did put the call out. If anyone's got any tips for Monty, help the baby sleep. It's restless baby. It's a cranky baby. I did put the call out. And no one answered, which tells me none of you care about Monty. None of you like him. And none of you want to help him. That's what that says to me. Oh, well... It's a bit of a shame, really. I thought, you know, I thought the world was a nicer place than that. Let's just, let me just put it that way. Anyway, uh, I still talk to the pants panel this week. Um, just to obviously keep the dadness going. You've got to keep the dad momentum going. And in our conversation, we uh, referenced the dad commandments quite a few times. So I thought maybe before we get into that conversation, it's probably time that I gave her a, a reminder of all the dad commandments so that you, yeah, you're up to speed on the dad commandments. Now, the dad commandments are a list of, I won't say rules, but dad guidelines, good guidelines for being a dad that you should try and stick to, you know, if you want Supreme dadness in your life, I guess. So, dad commandment number one, and this is probably the one that, you know, we found ourselves referring to the most, is know thy limitations. Don't let your eyes be bigger than your stomach in a DIY sense. But it doesn't just have to be DIY, it's just anything. Like, don't overestimate your abilities because you're going to look like a bit of a goog when it doesn't come off. And we've all known dads who shot a little high, like aimed a little higher than they could jump, I guess, is a way of describing it. Dad commandment number two, tight arsery never goes unpunished. Yeah, it's something about dads and tight arsery being, and by that, I guess maybe, I don't know if that's a term used uh, in other countries, tight archery means being being a little kind of uh, mean with your money, being a little tight with your money, not willing to spend. Budget dads are not popular dads. Let's put it that way. Obviously, you've got to do what you've got to do with the uh, funds you have available, but I think this is more, this is more along the lines of, you know, when you're, when you're tight for the sake of it, I guess. Dad commandment number three, thou shalt always act blokier around tradies. And this is obviously something we've all seen. I mean, males do it, but dads do it particularly because when you get to, when you get to kind of dad status, you want to, you want to protect your, 
your manliness, your man status. And I guess because by virtue of the fact that you're older when you're a dad, you're worried about being alphaed, usurped by younger bucks coming through. Or maybe there's just something about people who, you know, use their hands, do tough work, and whose limitations in, you know, physical senses are probably higher than than yours as a dad. It's intimidating. So we need this kind of posturing dance where you know, the, the 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 voice gets a little deeper. And you go, oh, yeah. And you, you might act like you know a little bit more than you probably do. Oh, yeah, right, eh? Oh, yeah, that's a good choice there. Oh, I might not have done that, but, oh, yeah, that works too, yeah. Yeah, not bad, yeah, I don't mind the corner here. You did a good job there, mate, yeah. We've all seen it. Dad commandment number four, always acknowledge comedy, no matter what the circumstances. Now, you know, as a dad, your primary purpose is to parent a child and to, you know, try and teach them life lessons. However, dads also appreciate comedy. So there's that inner battle of, you know, when perhaps your child is being naughty but funny as well. How do you deal with that? I think you need to find a way to, you know, let the child know they've done the wrong thing. But also, you know, you can't let a good comedy moment go unnoted. Because comedy is important. I genuinely feel comedy makes the world go round. Have you looked around this world? It's a fucking shite fest at times. Comedy is imperative. It's so important. You can't let comedy moments slip. Ever. Dad commandment number five. Thou dost not have to cling on to Father's Day tat. Now what that means is that you don't have to feel guilty getting rid of crappy Father's Day presents after a little while. If they're serving no purpose and you know that they've just gone down to the Father's Day stall at school and bought the first thing they've seen. Okay? You don't have to feel guilty Because more than likely, not much effort's gone into picking that present. It had the word dad on it. And that's why it got chosen. World's greatest dad mug. World's greatest dad key ring. World's greatest dad hat. Uh, I would keep the hat, actually, if if they have those. But definitely, like, at a certain point, you've got enough dad mugs. You know, if, if you've got more than, say, two... Every, every time you walk around having a cup of coffee, you've got world's greatest dad mug in front of you. Everyone's going to think that you've got some sort of complex or some sort of fixation on the greatness of your dad work. Anyway. Dad commandment number six, thou shalt forgive thy family their foibles. Now, what does that mean? That means that because you're a dad... If your family does stuff to annoy you, upset you, you know, repeated behavior that gets on your goat, you need to sometimes let some of that stuff slide because you're just going to end up looking like the crazy ranty guy 
who won't stop yelling about empty packets being left in the pantry or shoes being left in doorways, walkways. You know, you're just going to end up looking like the madman. And then, you know, you can't dad, you can't respect a madman. And you, you, your dadding certainly suffers if you're perceived as a nutter. It's got to be said. Number seven, thou shalt not furnish thy home with empty threats. Now, that just means that after a certain point, if you keep threatening the same kind of punishment to your kids and not following through, yeah, they're going to pick up on that very quickly. You know, they're well aware of what you're willing to do as a parent. So don't overstretch verbally what you say you're going to do if you have no intention of meeting it. You know, they know when to call bluffs. Don't give them the chance to call your bluff. Dad commandment number eight, thou shalt always leave an event when your kids are having the most fun. Now, yeah, that uh, that's more circumstantial than anything else. It just seems to happen. Maybe it's uh, some sort of universal cosmic, uh, cosmic timing thing where dads subconsciously sense when kids are having peak fun and they the dads then get a sense of, well, time to get going. Yep, nah, time to go. Yep, come on. No, come on. Gotta get home. Got stuff to do, mate. Come on. Dad commandment number nine. The number of dads around a barbecue must directly correlate to the amount of hot plate space being used. There are still experiments going on. I think, around the number of dads around a barbecue, number of hot plates being used, uh, how many different types of meat are on the grill at the same time. I think that's something that hasn't been factored into our calculations yet. You know, uh, if you've got some sausages going, some steaks, some chops, maybe a couple of kebabs, they're all going to need different time, time lengths on the barbecue so maybe the number of dads you got around is you know you got to factor in the different kinds of meats because some dads are going to have to watch the sausages some are on the you know some are on the kebabs oh anyway research continues dad commandment number 10 do not expect thy toilet time to be venerated now you know it's a busy world and dads you know we've got to work We've got to do chores around the house. We've got to try and spend time with our kids and and make sure we're engaged with them. It's bloody non-stop, I tells you. So all you really want sometimes is, let's say, 20 minutes, depending on what your diet's like. Let's say 20 minutes on the, on the toilet, just by yourself without interruption. But you have to remember, your kids aren't seeing things from your perspective. They're not seeing how valuable that 20-minute toilet time is to you in terms of being left the fuck alone for a little while. They're not seeing that. They're just seeing, oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. Oh, hey, I've got a question, and I'll be damned if I'm waiting 10 minutes to ask it. I've thought of this question now, so I'll be asking it now. Don't expect your toilet time to be respected by children. Dad commandment number 11, thy car is not a TARDIS. This is obviously a very transportation-based commandment, but there's something about dads 
and thinking they can fit things in their car that they just can't fit in their car. Now, is this because, you know, a lot of dads have been raised watching Doctor Who and maybe have a, a, a kind of strange inner sense that maybe their car's bigger on the inside than on the outside too. Anyway, we're, there's nothing funnier than seeing a dad trying to cram something into a car that doesn't fit and a family standing to the side just watching and potentially wondering how they're going to get home. And Dad Commandment number 12, Thy Sneeze must be a shotgun blast in a silent night. If you're a dad and your sneeze doesn't scare the shit out of everyone, then, you know, you've got work to do. You've got perhaps some lung capacity exercises you need to be doing. There, there are, There's voice training that actors do. There is kind of nose, mouth, diaphragm. There are instru- These are instruments. You can really train up all these things to be able to be very powerful in your expressiveness. And dads express power through their sneezes. So, look... There's no judgment here, but if your sneeze doesn't, you know, send the cats running and anyone in the house with you kind of jump out of their chair in fright, then just acknowledge that, you know, you're a work in progress and some things need to be done. So they're the dad commandments so far. But we're always looking to add to them. If you have any thoughts about what we can do to add to them, send them in. I mean, if you you know if you don't want to help Monty with his problem, you're not likely to send in a dad commandment to us. But you know, you never know. You ask these things in hope. Sometimes, um, I'll stop being passag and. Let's get on with talking to the pants panel. As I say, the dad commandments get tested a few times in this chat. And here I am with the dadinest dads you could possibly imagine. It's the pants panel, the dad experts. Matt, Rich, Ben, good evening. G'day. G'day. Hello. What's the general vibe? Dad levels high, medium? What are we talking? Um, I'm going to say level three, medium brown, dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Anyone else? Anyone else got a a, a mood to to share with us? What's the the mood? We go, you're about to say something. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm probably, I'm about nearly to well done. You know what I mean? Like I'm... I'm, I'm Toasted. Getting... Yeah, I'm pretty toasted, um, and it's there, there are a multitude of um, different reasons for that. But you know, coping pretty well. Got some new beers. Oh, well, yeah, picked up some beers today, so I'm pretty happy about that. Oh, should I should I do the jingle and get in trouble from my wife? <laughs> no, nah, nah, please. <laughs> Maybe I'll do, nice. let's do one. I just got... Let's let's do one right here. She can't get if if it's uh, off the cuff. She can't get annoyed. Surely. Huh? <laughs> What's we good drinking? What's we good drinking? Anyone? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, I am drinking the Mountain Culture uh, Status Quo Pale Ale. Mm. Oh my god! Uh, tonight, rocket all over the world. There we go. Sounds very try hard. 
that it is, uh, and it um, it's delicious. So, uh, yeah, very happy with that. It's it's really. Um, I've been waiting for this all day. Now, I appreciate that you were trying to be descriptive of your mood, mm. but isn't uh, well done pretty shameful as far as dads are concerned? No dad wants their gear well done. Well, that is true, and and there are a couple of reasons why I'm a bit shameful at the moment. Um, now. One of which is, is... Forgot to wear pants to work? <laughs> no, no, that, that, that doesn't shame me at all, Stu. You, you should know, you should oh, know better than that. I, I do uh, actually know that. that wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I've been, I've been doing some work around the house. Um, as, mm-hmm. as, as our Dad Pants panel know, we've had our uh, bathrooms renovated and we are now coming to the finishing touches of those bathrooms. And um, I am painting the mm. the ceilings and walls of the bathroom yeah. and that they're only it's only small it's only a small space but it is painting is is not my favorite thing and and that's what I wanted to discuss with you guys tonight if we can can we roll straight into this Stu roll straight into it why not so my question to you guys is painting is something that everyone thinks that they can do uh, because it's a pretty simple, you know, in theory, it's a pretty simple job. You get some paint, you get a couple of brushes, you get some drop some drop sheets and you paint and away you go. Now, it isn't that easy. Uh, there are holes to fill. There are, there are things to sand back. There are edges that need to be perfectly straight uh, when you have a square set ceiling. Uh, and all of these things combine... Well, if you were the previous owners of my house... You wouldn't think any of that. <laughs> I was going to ask that, but yes. I think that it's a, it's a really interesting point you've raised here, Wiggins, and I think that it's something that I've always been really... And it's something I often will ask tradies, including my brother and stuff like that. And quite, almost universally, they say they'd rather get a painter in to do the job rather than do it themselves. Like, I've, I've met only a couple of tradies that go, oh, yeah, well, I've done it a few times, so I'm pretty confident with it. But yep. most of them, like, you know, I mean, like, I'm talking, I'm not talking, obviously, painters, but obviously, you know, your chippies and stuff like that. There's like, you know yep. what? It's just the, to get it right, you need to have such a good hand and such a good eye, and you need that practice and that experience yep. that it's, if you want it done properly, you just got to get it done properly. Exactly. You can, you, you can get there. You can get there. Like, you know, I've definitely improved. I've done a fair bit in this house, but mm. man, I look back at my first efforts and it's just like, <laughs> I'm gonna to have to get. I'm gonna to have to do that again sometime very yeah. shortly. Like I yeah, just my, can't even look at it. Like yeah. My dad uh, always had good advice. He always said, "Just do the shittest room first. <laughs> so the room that's not gonna have the most eyes on it, or the one you don't spend much time in it. You do that one first, and then you look at it and you're like, oh, oh, made a mistake there, or made that's there. My errors. What are my errors? Yep. Okay, I won't do that when I do the other rooms. Yep. Right. So is is your quandary that you got tricked into thinking it would be easy? Is that what um, you're saying? Well, no. Look, I've I've done a bit of painting before, and I think in in the times that I've done painting before, the house has been. It's like when you move into a new home, and you go, you know what? This needs a lick of paint. There's nothing in the house, so mm-hmm. it's actually a. Yeah. It, it is like a blank canvas. So you can you can splash a bit of paint here, splash a bit of paint there. <laughs> it's not going to get on, you know, your leather lounge or your whatever it is. Or your children. Or your children. Yeah. Um, or your sixty thousand dollar bathroom renovation. Exactly. <laughs> thank 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 you to whoever it was that invented water based paint. 
because yes, it is very good, isn't it? So much better. <laughs> the um, but the the thing is, it's just all it's all the fiddly bits, and it's the. It's I time, even got so it? frustrated. It's, it's the time. It's time. You need to give yourself way more time than you expect. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. I even had to get the hair dryer out. <laughs> uh, now, th- this was last night's effort. So I got, I we got to the point where our shutters, where we got some new shutters put in, and we had some blinds up, and I had to pull the blinds down and fill, sand, and paint over the holes from the previous blinds before the new shutters went in. Mm-hmm. I found out about that on Tuesday afternoon and the shutter <laughs> people were coming at 10 o'clock this morning. It's now Thursday. So I basically had 40 hours, including yeah. sleep and all the other things that we do. Um, and so I had the hairdryer out. I had the builder's bog out. Have you guys ever used builder's bog? What yeah. is builder's bog? It's awesome. It's putty, isn't it? It's amazing. But it's super quick drying. And so I watched a YouTube video. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought, okay, cool. That's really good advice. Um, You know, you've got to mix it quick. You've got to have everything ready to go. Rock and roll. No worries. So I, to putty up this hole, I mixed up the builder's bog. I puttied up the hole all within the space of two and a half minutes. And by the time I got around to filling the second hole the rest of my builder's bog had gone rock hard. It was. <laughs> I might have to put that at the start if you don't Yeah, know. that's right. I'll, just, I'll, I'll clip out the builders and just have it. My bog went rock hard. <laughs> um, so it's all those little frustrating things that build up and build up and build up. And then, and you know, my wife is quite a... Um, you know, she's quite particular uh, about, you know, and, and look, I've gotten to that stage as well, but it doesn't help when she's trying to point out the things that need to get fixed. And I know that they need to get fixed because I can see that they need to get fixed. But when she comes in after I've been painting and says, That's well, all of this needs to be redone, and it's like, well, <laughs> yep, I know. But Have you got a two-tone going on, Wiggins? Like, have you got, yeah. like, the dark walls and light ceiling or...? Yeah, we have a uh, we have a sage wall and a white ceiling, and it's mm-hmm. square set, so there is no cornice in between. It's just yeah. wall into ceiling, and oh my goodness gracious! I, oh, I think cornice is worse because you got to do the double edge. Yeah, true. Because it's a lot of yeah. Mm. At least with a square set, you can kind of get away with a with a bit of taping if you're really keen. But yeah, doing the cornice thing <laughs> that's just a nightmare. <laughs> Yeah. This is the Paint Pals podcast <laughs> um, with the paint with the paint panel. It would seem. Um, Dad paint. So, yeah. Can you? Maybe I. Maybe I didn't quite understand. Why was your time frame so short? Okay, so they they had called me and said we can get there on Thursday morning. Oh, or we right. Can get there in December. Oh, and gotcha. it's like yeah. ah, okay, right. <laughs> So, yeah, like we'd already put it off for 12 weeks because of all of the COVID business. Um, so, and I understand that that was pressure that I put on myself. I could have waited till December, but I didn't want to at the end. So, yeah. they're in, they're done. It's all happy times. Now, so, can I just... So, sorry. No, no. On. Hold that thought just for two seconds. Will do. Is this Is this a potential dad commandment? 
along the lines of, you know, where your impatience gets you, I wonder. (laughs) Or is that, have we covered that already? Because it sounds like the only reason you didn't wait till December is because you didn't feel like it, rather than any strong practical reason. Um, Look, I I suppose there are a couple of reasons why. Like, I, you know, we really wanted to, you know, we'd already waited three or four months for for these things to go in um, Mm. and didn't really want to wait any longer. Um, But also, I I think I probably could have dealt with it, but I think my wife would have, uh, she would have preferred to have them in earlier rather than later. Fair enough. So, so which so which dad commandment are we looking at there? Are we kind of keeping any, no, any amount of money's worth? One. I know, I know, but are we are we kind of crossing over into the do any any amount of money's worth keeping your wife happy? Oh, or yeah, that's know right. thy limitations? Or which one which which commandment should you obey? Well that's I think I've broken one of them in, in yeah, regards to know thy limitations. You know, like yeah. I've really I think I now fully understand that I'm not a painter. Yeah. Like the the middle the the body of the wall looks great, and the body yeah. of the ceiling looks great. But as soon as they <laughs> those two pieces meet, it's like, oh, an amateur did yeah. this. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, this is probably too specific for a dad commandment, but like the the ball at the gate will need to repaint, maybe. <laughs> Something about impatience. I, I don't know if I've told you guys, but my wife has a nickname for me when I do jobs around the house. Yeah. Do it again, Ben. <laughs> oh, no job's worth doing unless you do it twice. Maybe that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to do it, you'll have to do it twice. Do it twice that's yeah. the... Yeah. So... No household no household t- chore is worth doing unless you do it twice. How do you feel about being called do it again, Ben? Um... <laughs> Uh, do you ever do you ever get the feeling to just say, "How about I call you do nothing, Linz? Or is that <laughs> doesn't do anything? <laughs> any handiwork around the house? Never Linz? tried Linz. Ne- <laughs> never never puts out the bins, Linz. <laughs> is there anything like that that goes through your mind of like, cool? <laughs> um, yeah, it does. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, one of my neighbours. The, the reason this came. about came about is that one of my neighbours uh, at one stage was called Half Job Rob. Um, and so we were discussing that and then all of a sudden I became Do It Again Ben and it's kind of it's kind of stuck. Um, but what I, what I will tell you is part of the reason why I'm so frustrated and a bit well done is that I've been dealing with an injury as well over this What's past happened? couple of weeks. Um... <laughs> Uh, I told you I was going to the podiatrist and the reason I was going to the podiatrist was because I had an outbreak of warts on my foot. Ooh. Yes. Now, I've literally been in a boot for the last two weeks, like a, like a, like a, one of those air, air, moon air boot. boots, moon boot. Um, and that's very difficult to paint in. Yeah, oh, I also mowed the lawn in it the other day. Oh, wow! wow. That would you would have looked like a real bloody martyr, though. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, hey, I was mowing the lawn, going, "I'm okay. This isn't hurting, but geez, it's a good look, isn't it?" He's so keen to get out there and do his lawn. Were you just doing? doing were you grimacing every now and then, just to you know get get the points? Yep. Or people were thinking. <laughs> 
he's he's injured, but never take out the bin's lens has made him go out and do the <laughs> mowing. <laughs> um, what I found interesting there is when you said you had warts on your feet, yep. I went, ooh. And there wasn't really any reaction from Matt and Rich, which suggests to me that they were just thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, foot warts. You got those? <laughs> I was just trying to keep things on the... Medium brown side. I didn't want to go. <laughs> didn't want to go dark on that one. <laughs> didn't want to overheat it. Uh, yeah. I just want to. I just want to know why you got how you get warts or an outbreak of warts on your foot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Good question. Um, the quickest toes sucked by a frog. <laughs> That's where my mind went. Um, the quickest answer is I had a huge blister on my big toe about four years ago. Uh, that is a very no, quick answer. Okay, um, four-year um, story um, coming up, everyone. Yeah, that's right, four-year story. Um, <laughs> I'd grow past Ibsen. It never healed properly. All oh, right. Why? And I have obviously gotten the um, HPV uh, oh. has come in through there and has sat dormant, and then all of a sudden it's just kind of gone, you know what, let's do some warts. So okay. that's Did you ever ask your doctor, uh, excuse me, why won't this heal after four years? Well, I thought it had just turned Good into question. a huge callus, right? <laughs> I didn't, hadn't realised that it had actually turned into a wart because it had started as a blister and I thought, well, it's just healed over as a callus rather than healing over into you know soft skin. It's going, oh, okay, well, I need to be hardened uh, in this particular area. Didn't realise. Mm. And then it turned into... Because it was never painful. Yeah. It was just there. So, oh, I mean, we've all heard I've, the story a thousand times, the old blister that you thought was a callus but ended up being a wart. <laughs> I'm worried about mine now because I've got one that's been on my knuckle for about 20 years and I've just kind of <laughs> accepted that it's part of me now. But now I'm worried. <laughs> I'd go and get it checked out. A 20-year-old knuckle wart, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, when you say it like that, it sounds weird. <laughs> um, so, so freeze or burn? Freeze or burn? Oh, uh, I used wart off. Uh, oh, really? Oh. Yes. New sponsor. So, so you've gone from your face cream to your wart off. All that's right. right. Do not get them mixed up. The did it work? Here's your testimonial. Now it did. And tonight, I've literally only just gotten back from the podiatrist. Uh, I got home at about half past eight from the podiatrist because the big Late toe. Podiatry? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I asked the same question. Hour, Twenty-four hour podiatry. I asked the same question. I'm like, why are you still open at eight o'clock on a Thursday night? And he's like, late night shopping. Yeah. I have Fridays night. off, oh. and I get all the tradies coming home on a Thursday night. Oh, so he's move. been doing that for years, supposedly. Good man. Very good Legend. man. Uh, well, Thursday tradie bunions goes hunting. <laughs> there you go. Can that be uh, the title? Sure. <laughs> um, but one of the one of my prouder moments was tonight when he's looking at my warts and saying, "Wow, you've done doing? a real job on these. You've done a really good job." Oh. And I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "Well, we don't usually see warts." go this mental it's usually really difficult to get rid of them by just using wart off um, so you've done a really good job on these and I felt really proud after doing such a shitty job at the painting 
that at least I was able to do a good job with my warts. Wait, wait yeah, go, you so. said, the doctor said, I'm sure he didn't use the term. He said Let's it, just appreciate they've, that. They've gone mental, that's, <laughs> and that's a good thing. Is that, that, that is a good like thing. A, why is it a good thing? So basically, <laughs> usually wart off doesn't, doesn't really, like, because it's an over-the-counter thing, um, it's not that, uh, it usually doesn't work that well. So it's worked really well in this instance, and I've killed ah. the warts. And I warts and all. A, warts and all, that's right, Alice. Spot on. Now listen, Matt, you you didn't give that amazing sentence any space <laughs> to live a breathe. It was sorry, an amazing sorry. sentence. Can, it was, it. yeah. I, <laughs> I was bad at the painting, but at least I was good with the warts. <laughs> Sensational. See, both that of those things be, happens... That might have to be a nice graphic quote that I put up on the <laughs> socials. Right, yeah. It might also be a very specific dad commandment. <laughs> Bad at painting, good at what? <laughs> it's about that could be sorely misinterpreted, though. <laughs> There's a lot yes. of there's there's a wide range of warts to be considered here. I True. think we need to just hands off the warts and be. But listen, like, and and this is where you know, as a as a dad, it I had gone into a situation feeling down uh, because I hadn't done the best job, but then to be to be filled with hope and filled with confidence by someone that I don't know, who just went, you know what, see those warts. You did a really good job on those warts. Oh. It was nice. It was it was a it was reaffirming. Oh man. If you told me half an hour ago that this is what we'd be talking about, I'd have declared you loopy. Life affirming wharf of wart positivity from the Doctor for Wigger. Yeah. All right. Now uh, we thought when we were trying to come up with some content that Wigo's painting story might lead nicely into Rich talking about uh, some stuff going on at his house. We didn't factor the warts in, yeah. but we never um, do. They get in; they're in there. But you don't realise they're going to be there. They just rear their ugly heads when you least expect them. Twenty years later, on your wrist, yeah. that's elbow. right. Oh, just dear. shimmy around the warts, Rich, and yeah. and. And let us know what you're up to. Uh, well, I suppose that my big thing is all around that the DIY process as well and understanding that knowing your limitations. And I threw it out there to the panel in the group chat just a, a week or so ago about the uh, building your own cubby house. Mm. Is this is this getting too ambitious? Like, you know, if and I'm not talking about, you know, a slap together kind of thing, which is going to fall apart over the course of the summer I want something which is going to preferably last and possibly even double up into a bit of a little tool shed at some point in the future you know trying to do something a little bit worthwhile am I biting off more than I can chew if I was we're talking do it do it all yourself well uh, you've already established a certain standard that you're willing to accept (laughs) in terms of the cubby houses you know quality so yeah is that a standard you can meet? Well, I, I don't know. This is the thing. Like, I, I kind of look at some plans and stuff, and I, some days I go, oh, yeah, I reckon I can do that. And then other days I'm like, oh, sounds like a lot of work. And kind of just, I suppose, bringing those two together, kind of finding, the, finding that happy balance is my mm. So is this, this is this is the question of what is your time worth? Mm. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, I, and, I, and I completely... And normally that's my that's my rationale. Like anything mm. which is going to save me uh, any less than 50 bucks an hour, I won't bother with. So if it's yeah. going to take me four hours to do something and I can pay a tradie 200 bucks to do the same job, I'll pay a tradie 200 bucks to do the same job. Like that's not a yeah. drama. I'd agree with that. You know, that's pretty much my the way I can rationale. Plus, you know, you've got to think about materials and whatever else. But, you know, yeah. I, I think that's well worthwhile as far as I'm concerned for the mucking around. Like we've just had our floors done as well. So, you know, it was a lot, there's been a lot going on around this house. We just had our floors done and, you know, it was just the laminate vinyl stuff that goes down in like tiles. Yep. Yeah. And... You know, I looked at it and I'm like, oh, you know, it's going to cost around three grand for the materials. And then, you know, you've got to buy the other bits and bobs. And the quote we got come in was just over five. And I'm like, you know what? For the muck around, it's not worth it. Like, it took him took him two days as a professional to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had our floors. And he came Best in. decision and, you've ever made, Ellis. Oh, yeah, we mate, did our floors a year I... ago. The floors we got a year ago was the same. Where, where when we bought them, the, the people were like, oh, yeah, you can put them together and just, you know, go online. You'll be able to see how to put it together. We just looked at it and I said, I don't want to do, like, half of it and then go, oh, no, mm. I've done it backwards. Or, yeah. And <laughs> then, yeah, we on, just got, I... we got a tradie and it took him, like, four hours. And we were like, that would have taken us three days at most. Yeah. Breaking and stuff, would have been halfway doing it wrong. Down. There would yeah. be like things, there'd be bows in it, it'd be floating in some parts and not in others. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, nah. There'd just be like a white yeah. wooden thing for some floors. reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll put my keys no, think... under one of the floorboards or something <laughs> like that. But yeah. I suppose the thing is, the difference between this is that because it's an exterior structure and mm. if it all, like in a worst case scenario, I've got some good firewood there. Is my kind of rationale behind it. Like, you know, oh, I right. might spend many hours, and the many hours I might spend, I'd actually be quite happy doing that. I can, I can justify that as hobby time. It's not like I'm reducing the value of the property or anything like that by doing it. So yeah. I think that this, it's that slightly different one, but it is, it is still going to be a pretty significant investment. Like, it's not going to be yeah. nice and cheap or anything like that. But what else could you be doing with that hobby time, I guess, is well, the question. Well, I don't know. I, probably not much. Playing golf by yourself? Playing golf oh, by myself. Playing golf cricket. by myself. Well, actually, we've got the outdoor telly now, so we don't even need to. I can actually watch oh. the cricket while I'm it's making It's been confirmed the, the Ashes are on this year. Yeah, I've downloaded the Ashes uh, or the Cricket Australia schedule onto my Outlook account, so it's all synced up. So, <laughs> Beautiful. no excuses. I think, so. in my mind, the first commandment is my strongest commandment. I well and truly know my limitations. Mm. And I well and truly know that if it starts getting hard or I muck it up even slightly, that I'm going to get stressed and upset. And life's too short. So I would rather pay a tradie. Oh, that's, that, that to me is fine compared to the stress and time. I um, would agree with that. With a, with a structure that your children are going to play in, for that long a period of time, and knowing that you've got a cannonball of a son, Ellis, <laughs> you don't want him to lean against a wall. Yeah, and oh, see, see, I, look, and this is the thing. Like you know, I'm not. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I suppose see, I'm trying I, to. Con- I would say all you got to do is work out how long would it take you to do it. Yeah. Are you prepared to be patient enough to take your time with it? And what are your skills? You yep. just weigh that up and then yeah. work that out. Because if it was me, I would probably do it myself. Yeah. Well, but my, I'd, have my... to, I'd have to get in the mindset of take your time, you dickhead, 
Yeah. Um, well, my thing is, le- it's probably less about the actual construction and doing it. It's more around the fucking around of getting the materials and everything. Right. Like yeah. that for so, me is feels like the uh, part of the whole process. So, kind of getting. I think once I overcome that hurdle, everything else will go a bit better. I think mean, I'll look. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to go down that path of giving it a bash myself, but um, we'll keep you posted. This could be a little a little dad pants project we can. Yeah, an update on going. just like yeah. Wigo's face. <laughs> um, so I would say, but before before you decide all that, surely you got to sit your kids down and get some guarantees out of them, right? Oh. Uh, how much are you going to use this? Really, I want I want. Well, this is why I'm of... thinking dual purpose. Yeah. Like if I can if I can shed it up. Mm. Even yeah. if it's just a like you know garden tool shed. Like you know, it'll be it'll be a reasonable size. It'll fit a mower and garden tools and stuff in it. Yeah. So something that can dual purpose it would be is where I'm looking at. But I don't think that'll be an issue. I can see. Look, they've got the stuff out there that they play with already. It's not going to yeah. be a major. And they're of an appropriate age. So three and six, they're going to be pretty well into it. I think. So mm. I'm not too concerned about that. But. I don't know. It just feels like we're spending. I'm worried about spoiling them as well. It probably is is more of an issue than anything else. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's just a it's just a wood room. <laughs> he has a point. <laughs> or 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 is it? Is it going to be what? What is your? You will you will make it out of timber? Yes. Or would you? Timber. Okay, it would all be timber. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to find asbestos if possible, but you know, timber will be my second. <laughs> Then you won't spoil them. No. All right. All I'll say to you is that when we were looking at this current house to buy, there's a cubby house out the back. My youngest son got all excited and said, oh, yes, this would be awesome. I would love this so much. We bought the house. He went in at once. And now it's my woodshed. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think the kid, your kids are at the right age, though. I reckon they'll use it a lot. Yeah. And then they'll come back to it when they're like teenagers, if it's still, you know, multi-purpose. There'll be a, yeah. a little space to get out of the house. Yeah. Well, yeah. Make sure it's far enough away from the house that they can smoke bongs in there. Yes. yes. And not have yes. not have the Put a little trap door towards in there. the house. And you can pretend like you have no idea. Yeah. And you have no <laughs> idea. Pretend you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a plan. like you know I'd, I'd I'd feel negligent as a parent if I wasn't providing them a teenage bong retreat. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I love that. I think that that's a good 80s movie. The TBR. <laughs> yeah. oh. Teenage ball with treat. <laughs> that's an investment in the future, and we landed somewhere where please we've got a decent me, answer. Please there, tell yeah. me that, that jingle plays when you go through the door. <laughs> it's just going to have TBR written on the front, and they'll have no idea what it is no, yeah, until, forever, they, reach, yeah, that's until right. they reach their 15th birthday. <laughs> uh, oh. All right. Now, Matt... Yes, flagged you had a dad question for us. Yes, it's topical dad question. Who is the most dad? Uh, we might be able to get some kind of um, scale of dadness in relation to this. Now, last week, we went into daylight saving. Hooray. Mm. Everyone put your clocks forward an hour. Now, the most dadness of us will be the person who changed the clocks on the digital clocks, whether it's on the oh. microwave, whether it's on the clock on the wall, who changes the clock the earliest? At what time, how early, do you change the clock for daylight saving? Are you a person that waits for the next day 
because I was talking to some people and they were like, oh, so I don't forget, I changed them at dinner time the night before. And I was like, that's okay. Just, all right. So the earlier you change, push your clocks forward or reset them back at the end is equal to how you are expressing your dadness. Because I, I was talking to another friend and they said their dad used to do it a day early. Why? Whoa. I don't know. Yeah. Is that, see, I was going to say, there has to be some kind of diminishing returns on the yeah. earliness. So, you know, too yeah. far out. There's a yeah, sweet spot a surely somewhere early, I don't know why. Because it's a weekend. When your dadness reaches its zenith. That's gone from dadness into OCD of some kind. Well, they, their idea was that it was a weekend thing. So rather than try and, I don't know, like you get jet lag. I don't, I've never experienced jet lag from, a, from an hour of daylight saving, losing it or gaining it. Well, it whizzes it. by pretty fast. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he used to do it. So you'd start it on the Saturday morning. Would, you would get accustomed. I don't know. But anyway, I was just wondering, like, how early do you change oh. clocks? I don't know, but I'm almost guaranteed that the car clock is the last one to be changed yes. every time. Yes, no, that's, that's, oh, that's yes. pretty yeah. accurate. I, I know exactly when I change my clocks. Oh. I think upstairs in his bed, my, the, my son is being slowly fading out of existence because I'm clearly not a dad at all. Oh. Um, I never change any of the clocks. Oh, oh really? No. Oh, wow. So Mish, either Mish does it or they just sit there <laughs> for months. They're, they're right six months of the year. Six months of the year, they're right. A yeah, clock exactly. in Buckland's house is right six months a year. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I'm always late for everything in the summertime. I just, just, got, my I just got really anxious, Buckland. Oh. Got, that, oh that, made me, that, that made me anxious. But you know, like I know that the clock's wrong. I don't forget that the clock's wrong. Mm. Yeah, but I've slept over at your house, and what happens if, like, I woke up in the in the middle of the night and went, "Oh, yeah, I'm all good to go," and then find out that the clock's an hour late? Well, You're I'd be wondering why. Be wondering why you're walking out to look at my microwave rather than the uh, on Apple your phone. phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair point. Fair point. Battery's just like Marty McFly at the beginning of Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my God, Buckland! I'm late for school. Jimmy <laughs> Lewis plays running well, out the well, door. Dude, skateboard. There was before, probably before I was with Mish, and no one else kind of drove my car very much. It would legitimately be the wrong time for six months of the year <laughs> and I couldn't give a bugger <laughs> yeah well that's fair the, look, I I remember that I changed get? my clocks at 9.30 on Saturday night right well I'm going to say to Matt because he's made me look inadequate there <laughs> I'm going to tell him that his damn levels are only at 99% now so you've you, you you're not full Oh, watch out. Is that true? I don't believe that. We had a lot of rain <laughs> on the weekend. Right. Screenshot coming. Well, that's that's not going to help any listeners, but... Well, I, I'm going to... Hang on. Well, hang on, hang on. You've, you, tell, you made me feel inadequate as a dad. Why didn't you download the app? Maybe? You're right. You're 100% right. Exactly. Yeah. And maybe you're 99% right, but... Yeah, I would check. I'm going to check in a couple of days and see if the water table hasn't filled up after the amount of rain we had over the weekend. But oh no, I should, as Monty said, I should have an alarm set on my phone that gives me a push notification when they when they get. Oh my god, it's under a hundred. Yeah. Mm. Everyone just shouted. All my kids and turn the shower off. <laughs> Run through off. the streets. <laughs> turn the shower off. No. 
No bathing. Uh, Put your David Foster uniform on and run through the streets <laughs> with an axe. Maybe, yeah. All right. I don't know why, but why not? Uh, just very quickly, Wiggins. How do you know it's exactly nine thirty? Or did you? Was that just on Saturday night, or is that the time you always do it? I wasn't clear on that. No, no. So I, I would usually be a Sunday morning clock changer, um, but this year. I changed my clocks early because we were trying to get the kids into bed because right. they were faffing around on yes. Saturday night. And I went, right, it's not 9.30, it's 10.30, <laughs> it's bedtime. That's very true, yes. I remember and my daughter was like, it's 11 o'clock. And I'm like, "Not, yeah, whatever. Let's call it 11 o'clock, go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I just remember that particular oh, time frame and then looking at sense. my wife and going, oh, we can't stay up, stay up any later than this and watch a show. Uh, I need to go to bed. Because I had to go to work I the next day. I had to go day. to work. Right, right, right. Yeah. But daily, we, we, I don't know, we generally have the almost the Greenwich Mean Time thing of changing clocks in order, though. Like, there's the main clock, the central <laughs> clock through which everything else must, must pass. You've got a, you've got a Greenwich <laughs> so, Mean Clock now. That's right. So you've got that <laughs> clock. Like, the first clock to change is always the first clock we change. That's kind of, that signals... The beginning right. or end of daylight saving, and then all other clocks kind of there's a trickle down from that. As I say, finishing <laughs> off in the car car clocks. Mm. Uh, I think microwave and oven will be close second and third. Yeah, and then I don't yeah. know, so many titles trickle down clocks is not a bad one. <laughs> no, that's right. Oh Thanks for listening, and Monty. We'll hope you're around soon. Goodbye, all. Goodbye. Goodbye. Dad Monty changed his clocks at a different rate now that he's. I wonder if his. I wonder if his oven clock is difficult to set. Yes, mine. Yeah, it's always a killer. The oven clock. I once set a timer instead (laughs) of changing the clock. There's nothing worse. Your oven suddenly clicks on. It's like, oh, what's going on? No. Why is time going? (laughs) 